Hello, everybody, and welcome to this Xbox Life episode 394, Horrible Gamers. I am one of your hosts, Mark, a.k.a. Wingman709, and with me this week is my good buddy, Rob. Hey, what's up, everybody? And our favorite host, who is finally back from his much-needed vacation because he was so overworked, Brun. Hello, hello, and yes, Rob, I can handle it. By the way, I don't listen to this. Don't think I listen to the show when I'm off. (laughs) Been waiting for that. And we've got a special guest this week. We got uh, Jesus Walks a Lot from Horrible Gamers. Welcome, Jesus. Hello, everybody. Glad to be here. Glad to be back on the show. Thank you for having me. Did uh, did we did did anybody get uh, Jesus the uh, the the paperwork signing about uh, uh, this this a family show? Did we get that out to him? I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Just remember, it isn't horrible gamers. <laughs> I have to remember that. I'll keep that in mind. Otherwise, Rob will have some editing to do. <laughs> Lots oh. of editing. <laughs> <laughs> or not. <laughs> yeah, all of a sudden, Rob's like, oh, the show, I don't know what happened to it. All the audio just got deleted. We'll have to just redo it. <laughs> Rob's, got the, Rob's got the dump button ready to go. <laughs> so welcome. Welcome. Uh, this should be a fun show. Uh, Jesus, glad that you're here with us. So awesome. we're gonna... I like the title of your show as well, just letting you know. Yeah, I wonder why why we did that. I actually had it as something else. I actually had a different title, and I'm like, no, nah, let's throw him a bone. Yeah, yeah, so, awesome. But uh, why don't you start us off this week by telling us what you've been playing? Actually, guys, you know what? You're going to hate me, but I've been playing really old games. By really old games, I mean 360 games. So this week, I've been playing a lot of Battlefield 4 and uh, GTA 5. And I don't know about you guys, if you guys have played GTA 5 on the Xbox One or if you bought it on it or not. But when you play that game in first-person mode, it feels like a completely different game. Now, don't get me wrong. It's not like you have new missions or anything like that. But just the way the gameplay feels when you're in first-person mode, it feels completely different from the third-person mode. I don't know. It's just it feels different. I mean, because it is different, but it feels like a different game altogether. Just the way the camera moves, the way you hide behind cover, the way you look around cover, the way you, you fight people, you shoot your guns, you get into cars. It feels different. I don't know if you guys, any of you have played the GTA 5 in first person. Um, Ron or Rob or Wingman, I don't know. No, I have not. Um, not in first person, no. But it's nope. different, guys. It's it's hard. And it makes me think, you know, like, how, when I have a hard time playing in first person mode, how, how are people going to be playing these games with VR headsets on all the time in first person? It makes it seem like it's not going to work it's going to get people sick because it kind of gets me sick watching my tv and it's just like a tv and it's in first person it kind of gets me dizzy sometimes or it, it throws me off and i have to switch it back to the third person mode hmm. but yeah and besides that i've been playing lots of battlefield 4 um playing it with destro 81 part of your community i believe and part of our community as well horrible gamers uh, he sent me a message the other day he's like hey you want to play some battlefield i was like sure enough buddy and uh i got on there and he's like rank Eight or something like that and he was like i don't understand none of this i don't understand what's going on and it's just funny it was just funny to hear him you know when when explosions would go off or when revolution would happen and, and something crazy would blow up or then the map it would completely change he was like wow whoa i can't believe that just happened and i'm like Dude, that's that's just battlefield man that happens all the time he's like how did that just happen and i'm like it's just battlefield dude i mean get used to it man it's 
this is what you're going to get when you play Battlefield. And he was like, yeah, man, I'm going to get Battlefield 1 for sure. You know, I was like, yeah, because he used to be like a Call of Duty player all the time. And he's been playing Black Ops 3 this whole time and he barely got into Battlefield 4. So it's kind of fun seeing some like a new player in, in the Battlefield. But besides that, I haven't played nothing else really, guys. The Division, um, my buddy Brink from Horrible Gamers, he actually bought it for me because he wanted somebody to play with him because there's nobody playing this game, it seems like. So me and him have been co-oping uh, The Division. And I got to say, that game is fun and it's very beautiful, but there's nobody playing it, guys. What's going on? Where are you guys? You thought you guys loved this game. I, that's all I've been playing this week. <laughs> I, I, played oh, it this, I played it this week as well. <laughs> you playing that new DLC, the Underground yes. uh, yep. uh, DLC? Yep. So I don't yep. know if you have to be a certain level to to play that. Um, I'm only like level 15 in the game, so I know to do the 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 incursions, you have to be like level 30 or something like that. Yeah, so you're. There's a requirement for the DLC. You definitely have to be pretty much done with the main game, get to rank 30 before you even want to tackle because. It's not so much your rank, it's your gear score that really requires you. you got to get your gear score up to a certain level before you're going to even tackle the incursions. But I think I hit rank 30 in the game, which is the max uh, for the main game. And then I still, you know, you still had a ways to go to get your gear score up. So it's a grindy game, it really is. But um, I would recommend um, if you can get in. I don't know if there's a requirement for the underground. Mm. Um, I don't think that there is because it has its own rank it has its it's like its own oh it's kind of like the dark zone rank yeah there's a dark zone rank now there's an underground underground rank as well so if you have the dlc uh and and if anybody thought they bought it and they can't find it you got to go into manage the game go into manage or go into the store and you have to install install it and it's really short it's like a 10 meg file the the game is actually included in the last update that they did the last patch but you have to run this little file to unlock that content. And then if you look on your map, there's a mission. It's very bottom of the map, kind of central. There's a mission there you go to. You complete that, and then it unlocks the, the tactical operations center that's in your base of operations. So you go back to the base, walk back to where your rewards vendor was, and you'll see he's moved off to the left, and there's now a stairway behind him. you got to take mm. the what Run calls the slow walk of shame, down the stairs and into this new op center, which is a, and the op center is a public area. Um, okay. And then, so you got, there's a couple stations there, you know, there's a crafting station, some other stuff there and vendors. And then you can go down an elevator into the underground ops center, which is where you launch the underground missions. Um, so you should be able to join us. I, I've been playing a lot of it that this week it's, and I'll talk about that in a few minutes, but you should mm. be able to go in there and that, will really help with your gear score a lot okay. you'll you'll jump i went from a 204 to i'm now at 228 just this week i went up that much just from playing the underground wow so you'll get some real good loot down there <laughs> yeah yeah you do for sure okay i also heard that they did nerf some weapons so um you know that kind of did throw off a few players like destro he was telling me that he was a big De- uh, not a big destiny player a big division player but uh, they nerfed some of the guns that he owned. Yeah. And he was like, you know what, man? He's like, I'm not going to go play that game anymore. You know, they, they kind of got me mad because, you know, they nerfed my gun. And I was like, well, that sucks, man. I'm sorry to hear that. But, but it what's he going to play? Sometimes. 
Destiny's done it. Uh, Battlefield's poor, man. <laughs> Battlefield yeah. nerfs guns. Yeah, Overwatch yeah. is nerfing the crap out of every character in the game. Um, it happens. They've they've got to balance it out. It does suck because I just picked up a military G thirty six and it it's friggin' awesome. And then now they're like, oh well, we're gonna nerf it. And they just put it into the game. It's a brand new weapon. And they're gonna nerf it right off the bat. I'm like, come on. <laughs> you know. So I guess it's nice to nerf it if it in for PvP, but man, in PvE, which is all I play in the division, no, I want the extra firepower. <laughs> Don't nerf it. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Tell Brink to tell Brink he needs to put me on his friends list. And man, I'm playing this every day. So. Yeah, Brink Brink is old. Like he he wants players for the division, man. That's that's the whole reason he actually went out and bought me the game because he was like, "Hey, let's play the division." And I was like, "If you buy it for me, I'll play it." And I was kind of playing around and like, not even kidding. Twenty minutes later, he messaged me with the code and he's like, "Here, put this code in your Xbox." And I was like, "Wow, okay, man, uh, you're really serious about this, huh?" He, he should have uh, waited and bought it for you on Tuesday because it'll be on discount. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I saw that. He recently went on sale. I was like, "Oh man." <laughs> Oh, cool. Sounds like you've been playing some good stuff. Yep. All right, Rob, how about it? All right, so I played a bunch this week, so I've been doing some more of the Tomb Raider uh, game. I still love this game, and I find myself wanting to like find everything. You know what I mean? It's like there's so much extra to this game, like looking mm-hmm. at all the like Soviet memorabilia and, you know, finding like little coin stashes and stuff like that. I, I seem to want to like do everything in an area before I move on. And man, that makes the game drag out so much. And I know we talked about this about a year or two ago where I think you guys just basically tear through the game and then you go back. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm ha- I'm just having a hard time doing that. I know I should be, but I'm like, Oh wait, there's a, stash over there all the way at the beginning of this area <laughs> let me go back there and get it uh-huh. and uh i don't know i just i i gotta get out of that mindset and just enjoy the game for what it is enjoy the story instead of just dragging this thing out but uh still having a great time with that game love it love it love it can't wait for the next game to come out and i think it's about time for them to announce another one but uh, other than that, I've been playing Deadlight Definitive Edition. That came out about two weeks ago. It's a fantastic game. If you haven't played it on the 360, when it came out, what was that, about four years ago, maybe? It's a side-scrolling zombie game that was actually uh, kind of along the lines of, of Shadow Complex, sort of, yep. kind of, maybe. But uh, it... Deadlight is a fantastic game. A really well done. Um, definitely check that thing out if you're into side scroller shooters or if you liked the uh, Shadow Complex game. And then lastly, I played Inside. Um, I know what, Mark, I think you played this one? Or somebody played it. Oh, well, I'll talk about it. I played it. Okay. Did you finish it? <laughs> we'll talk about it in a minute. <laughs> well i get I, I brun let me put it this yeah. way brun how many times did you die 40 40 times i died zero buddy zero take that okay 
but that's only because I played for about two minutes and and couldn't advance any further. What? <laughs> I don't know what the heck I'm supposed to do. I'm like, <laughs> I'm I'm literally at the very beginning of the game, and the guy goes nowhere. <laughs> I walked a little bit. I'm because that's all it is. Like you're just scrolling to the right. There was nothing to do but just keep moving, and I there was like the refrigerator I had to knock over and jump on that, jump over a wall, go past some trucks, go past some dudes. I went down this ravine and it kind of slopes down, flattens out and there's a ditch and then you got to get up the wall on the other side and you can't, I can't get over it. So did you walk back and pull the cart over toward you? There's no cart. Uh, Not at the very beginning. Oh, there's usually something at the very top. There's a couple no. of spots where you got to go back and do something. I don't know. So I'm like, whatever. This is stupid. So I just turned it off and went and played something else. So it's not the game. It's just me. I'm just. It's it not. Is. It's not it my is. type of game. I didn't play Limbo. Yeah. It's. It's just you know. I know everybody's raving about Inside the Game of the Year. It's the greatest thing. And I'm like, I already knew. I'm like, this isn't my style of game. But um, you know, I'm like, I'll try it and. Is it worth twenty dollars though? Well, I didn't pay well, for it. Well, here, let me. <laughs> so, I don't know that. I mean, that's a talk big a bit price tag. So I'll do my whole spiel on it then. So this is uh, by the same company that did Limbo, which I think the majority of people have probably played because it was free a while back, and that was a decent game. And I remember enough of the game to you know kind of remember that i enjoyed it i vaguely remember that i didn't like the ending there was something weird about it but i'm not motivated enough to actually look it up to see what it was so it's made by the same folks uh the graphic style of the game is actually pretty cool i i really like the graphics it's got that what do they call them like parallax scrolling or something you know we're like the background moves at a different rate and yeah, the visuals are actually really cool. Uh, the game starts off as you're this little boy, just like in limbo and you basically go to the right. It's sort of like a side scrolling puzzle game done next gen graphics wise. And uh, there is a lot of moving to the right, a lot of uh, sections kind of like max curse of the brotherhood where you know, it's very tricky time-wise. You have to get certain things, certain jumps time just perfectly. Like if you're getting chased by something, because right there in the beginning, I know you get chased by some dogs or something. And you, you can't hesitate at all. You got to make the jump to get away from them. But, um, you know, this game is not actually that long. It's a couple hours, maybe, if that. So for 20 bucks, um you know, uh, it's probably pretty decent. I want to say it was less than four hours for sure. Yeah, Three-ish, I think I did. Maybe. It's between three to five, depending on okay. how much of the exploration part you do of it to find. Oh, you the... mean how many achievements you want? <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah. So I actually played this whole thing from start to finish, and I got one achievement. Oh, yeah, Obviously, I got like three. Accident. <laughs> yeah, I got like three. Uh-huh. Uh, so 
there's specific areas where I guess you have to go into to pop the achievement. And I guess there's somewhere around 70 points each. Yeah. Yeah. So um, it does require a second go through at least to collect those, uh, at least to get any real gamer score out of the game. But going back to the game, uh, the story of the game is sort of like a big unknown in the beginning. And as Mark had said, you really don't get any, form of tutorial or anything so you actually yeah. have to sure. try to figure stuff out uh-huh. and um, I didn't really have much of a problem with it uh, but here's okay well so the game was actually quite a bit of fun for probably about the first 90% of it there were some puzzles the puzzles weren't too hard they were actually mostly pretty easy. But then the game got into the last, let's say, 10% of the game. And it went from a really good fun game to, oh my gosh, what is this? What's that uh, Sony <laughs> game? Katamari? Dutch. Yeah. You, you guys... No spoilers. <laughs> no. You can't, you can't uh, talk about, about it. Not, you can't spoil. I will not give details. Yeah. I will not give details. <laughs> But it turned into the Sony game, like Katamari, whatever. And, oh my gosh, I'm sitting there, like, painfully going through the last 10 minutes. And towards the end, I was actually upset. I was upset at how it ended. Wow. And, man, it's... it. I think Half-Life 2 was the same way, if you guys have ever played that. Where the game was awesome, and then the ending was, like, garbage. This is the same way. I'm so disappointed in the ending. So disappointed. I'm like mad. But the rest of the game was actually mostly decent. But that ending could actually tarnish the whole thing for most people. And I'm really surprised. I haven't heard more people talk about this because it just, <laughs> I, I just did not care for it at, at all. It was almost disturbing <laughs> in some ways. So that's inside. Inside, I don't know. I I don't know what to say. I want to recommend it, but that ending just killed it. Just that ending. It depends. Worth it depends. It's, it's, yeah, it's worth the twenty bucks in my mind. Okay. You get a good. You get a good four hours and and pu- like yeah. like I said, depending on puzzles and it's, there's worse actually, games for twenty bucks. Oh, there's there's worse games <laughs> yeah. for sixty bucks. Yeah, I mean, Ninja Turtles. We're looking at there's a PlayStation game that was five hours long, and it was a sixty dollar game. So I mean, I think it was worth. The order was was a good game. (laughs) He knows which one you're talking (laughs) about. (laughs) But I enjoyed that game. (laughs) Oh, I didn't say I didn't say it was a bad game. I wasn't saying it was a bad game. I was just saying that you know it was five hours. Xbox has those two in defense. Xbox has got them as well. Homefront was a four hour game. Well, that had multiplayer as well, but still. <laughs> Have you, you guys played the new Homefront Revolution? No, I've heard nothing good about it. It's been on sale already. It's crazy. It's because oh, no yeah. one's buying it or playing it. <laughs> All right, Bron. Was that it, Rob? Yeah, that was pretty much about it. How about oh, you? You know what? Maybe I can I can just summarize the game in this. It's a great game. But when you get to the point where everybody's looking into this one big 
ball looking window thing that they show in the trailers for the game just stop the game right there <laughs> stop the game right there do yourself a favor oh, yeah. and end on a high note <laughs> rob we're gonna have to bleep out your whole entire commentary no. <laughs> all right run my turn yeah right. yeah go for it so you have i i played the division to play the new stuff um i played inside yes worth 20 bucks um what did i say to you mark i i hear all the raving about game of the year and stuff like that from like ryan mc mike you know mccaffrey and the mccaffrey mccaffrey yeah mccaffrey who i respect i mean obviously he's like the big xbox guy at, at ign and a lot of the IGN guys were just like, oh, game of the year, game of the year. And I was just, and, and I was sitting there thinking, it's like the same people that pick Splatoon as shooter of the year. <laughs> oh, man. You are completely full of garbage if you think that game, that game is game of the year. So, you know, there, there are certain things I think a game should have to be game, game of the year. A game and, should and, have game. Like it should have a story um, that you aren't making up yourself as you play. Um, you know, wondering like, oh, what, what, what did I yeah. just do? Like, you shouldn't be leaving. I, it's it's cool to leave, be left with questions and interpretation of a of an ending. I think that's cool, but not just like, uh, well, what I just do for four hours. Yeah. Um, even though I like, like I said, I like the game. I mean, it's a good game. Game of the year, no. Um, no, I, I think I told Mark, I said, the reason why all the IGN people are saying that it's game of the year is because they were paid to say it was game of the year. Well, they're uh, like, they, they were kept, I was watching their, like, they did a live 10, 12 minute of it and they were just like, wow, this is so beautiful. Look how great this is. And I'm like, 90% of it's black. <laughs> I love the look of it. I'm like, I there's love- not a lot to see. Yeah. It's a nice looking, but I'm sorry. I think the vision or, you know, games like The Order, you know, to throw Sony a bone. You know, there's other games that look a heck of a lot better than Inside. And that, that's what I'm like. I don't get why they're so amazed that this game is so beautiful, looks so great when half, you know, most of it is blacked out and I, everything I else people, is gray. <laughs> I think people get caught up in making their own story up in these games because I recently played also that game called Gone Home. I played that on the PlayStation because it was a PS Plus game game or whatever but i played that and i literally i got bored of it within an hour i was like this is this is boring i can't continue playing this game i don't know what i'm supposed to do it doesn't tell you what to do you just get in there and you just walk around this house and you read notes that's it that is your gameplay and your story is what you're piecing together in your head i guess of what happened to the family that was there your family that was there and that's the story i mean like how how is that such a good game? It, it got me. It, it bored me. <laughs> and I mean, it, it, the 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 thing is, it's like um, the thing is, it's like sorry, my son's running at me. Um, the thing is, is like I don't know. It it was a good game. I like the look and feel. I mean, it was fun. I like the puzzles. I was just like, oh, that's pretty clever. And when 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 you beat a puzzle or you move on, you actually feel rewarded that you made it there and stuff like that. But the whole game of the year thing, I, I'm just kind of at a loss. But 
it's almost the thing of wait we talking inside um, again inside yeah <laughs> <laughs> sorry um why did you think i moved on to a different game no yeah yeah. He's, oh, he's no. wanting you to, like me. No, 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 no. <laughs> Sorry, I'm all, almost done. It, we'll end up talking about the game more for a longer period of time than the game actually lasts. <laughs> yeah. he, here, here's the thing why it's game of the year. It, it's an artsy-fartsy game. It's <laughs> yeah. it's like, oh, it's it's oh, so, oh, the way the this happens and the light turns. It, it's like the same people that think, um, what was the big puzzle game? Um, oh, uh, Witness, the Witness. Yeah, the Witness. Witness is probably a fantastic game, and the way it sounds, it's awesome. It took seven years to make, and I've heard some very cool things about it. I, I am almost saying, yes, it's probably an awesome game to play. But just because a guy makes a tree look like a face, I mean, you, you just don't have to lose your, you know, lose, lose, your, lose everything about it. You know what I mean? It's just like gone crazy. It, it, the way I see it is, you know, you have inside it's is Elvis Presley and IGN is all the little girls like throwing themselves all over stage and passing out. That that's that's what they make it sound like. So, but to me, no, not not game of the year. So, but uh, you know, it, it does I, have a couple of redeeming things to it. I mean, the art style is cool. Oh, I like the play, game, but. Yeah. I mean, it got a perfect 10. Like, if I was going to rake it or rate it or whatever, I mean, I would give it a solid 9 or yeah, so. I, you know, I'm not saying it's about... I love the game. It I'm is the highest it. the highest rated game on Metacritic for Xbox One at the moment. Really? Right. Because those people are yeah. paid to give it a 10. It's like a 92 <laughs> on Metacritic for Xbox One. It's. I could see it winning whatever class it's oh, in. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because that it probably deserves. I mean, yeah, the art style is cool. Puzzle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in terms of all games, absolutely not. No. Yeah. If it does, it's going to be another. Uh, oh, we just talked about it. <laughs> Splatoon. Yeah. It'll be yeah. Splatoon exactly. Style win. I agree with that. I agree with what you said right there. So, but other than that, uh, I played Overwatch PC because the um, the what should I call it's out. The ranked system is now out. You have to be at least level 25 to be able to enter it. Then you have to play 10, 10 games to get your rank and and, and so on. Uh, Halo 5, uh, we played Firefight. Uh, with I uh, played with um, Brentley and uh, Terminator. Uh, it was fun. That. I want to play that. Oh, it was fun. We had a blast. I had a blast playing it. It's always fun to play with, you know, not have to worry about some awesome 12-year-old you know, running around the corner and destroying you, <laughs> you know, to be on a team and have very difficult enemies. Like there are certain times where you're just going to get annihilated and you know it, <laughs> but it's really rewarding. Like they just keep pumping your rewards just for doing well. So, I mean, I had a lot of fun playing it. And then the uh, last thing I played is my friends got me back into playing elite dangerous. So elite dangerous on PC, uh, every, so much stuff has changed in that game and it looks awesome. Uh, so I've been playing that. I actually uh, end up buying the Orion voice pack for uh, Voice Attack, um, so I can have some that speech. Another game of the year of thing. I mean, it is only in two colors. It probably could be game of the year as well. Was that Elite Elite Dangerous? <laughs> yeah, black and orange, right? <laughs> oh no, game of the year, baby! Look how yeah. beautiful it is. Look at those yeah. stars. <laughs> well, it wouldn't be up for this game of the year. It came out like a year ago. I know. So. But uh, no, I got the Orion voice back, which is William Shatner. 
So when you talk and you're like, you know, prepare to land, it's like preparing to land. <laughs> so yeah, pretty good. But uh, that's all I've played. That's all right, I I'm gonna run through this so we can get go quick. So I yep. I tried the I tried inside. Like I said, I literally got two minutes in and I couldn't figure out how to continue moving. So there must be something hidden in the blackness that I gotta. <laughs> hit some magic button that they don't tell you to do to try to move something over to the ledge so I can get on it so I can get up the wall. So I probably won't <laughs> bother doing that because um, I'd rather play other games. Um, I tried Hawken. This is that free mech game. Um, kind of think, I guess you could think of it kind of like, it, I hate people termed immediately like Titanfall. This is not Titanfall. Titanfall's rocks. Titanfall's the best. Um, this is for free. It, it, it looks like something you're going to have to put a ton of time in. I will say this. If you boot the free game up and just do the tutorial, you'll get a hundred gamer score just for playing the tutorial. So if you want a hundred gamer score right there, just do that. Um, I played around um, a team deathmatch and it was not too bad for a free game, but it looks like from what I was looking at it, this the way it is designed looks like this would be a huge game. You, this is something you'd want to put a huge, huge amount of time into to build your mechs up and get it there's a lot to it so um i'm impressed it's a free game um i don't know if it's a pay to win i don't know that but i did try it out and um you know it was not too bad um i did play uh, a lot of the division this week i really like the underground uh well, if I, let me come back to that in a minute i played rainbow six siege as well um i'm working on my defend i need three more defend missions to get that achievement so i might try to knock that out tonight uh i played plants vs zombies garden warfare 2 love that game so much fun um and then what i'm gonna call game of the year because this game blows inside away and that's pac-man 256 all right plus it's only 4.99 so it's a quarter of the price and it'll last a heck of a lot longer than three hours. And it has more than two colors. So, I mean, they got pink and blue and red and green and yellow and white and, and blue and all kinds of stuff. So, get that game. <laughs> um, so, back to the division. So, the underground, I, I, I felt, and I want to say, I want to apologize to our, our listeners last week. I When we were done, I felt really bad. Like, I felt like I let our listeners down. I felt it was probably one of our worst shows. I'm going to blame Braun because he wasn't here and, and he's the rock. Uh, but no, really, I, I wanted to talk about the division and the underground and I wasn't prepared and I was trying to get it on the go. And we had audio videos playing ads and, you know, loud over everybody. I really apologize for not being prepared. And I was really, I felt bad about it all week. Um, we want to give you guys something fun to listen to and not a bunch of crap. So I apologize for last week's show. Um, and that was all me that that just plain and simple was me but the division i played the underground i really really like it it's weird because i really like it but it's very repetitive so i can't figure out why i like it and i think i think this is going to be one of those things that i really like it right now because it's something new it's pve it, it fits the type of game mode that i like and they're they're pretty short missions, but you're basically kind of doing the same thing over and over and over, trying to rank up, trying to get more gear. And I think it's going to lose its luster 
probably fairly quickly. Now I'm a underground rank 16, and I, I want to get to 40. There's an achievement for hitting 40, and it but it's starting to slow down. The rank up is really already slowed down quite a bit. Um, but there's so you think about these short little missions you go and do. So like you got to go. And there's phases, so you can do, when you first start out and below a level 20, all you can do is one phase. So you go and you'll you'll go into, like, these tunnels, and you'll, you'll come across an enemy room, you'll fight there, then you kind of walk between to the next spawning room, if you will. Um, and there's collectibles in the game. There's, like, a total of, like, 80, I think, 55 and 25. Is that 80? Yeah, 70. So there's, like, 70 new collectibles, to, um, audio files, and something else videos or something and there's one per phase so when you first start out you can only get one and, and most of the time you'll walk up to it they do appear on your mini map uh, so they're not really that hard to find but and it is random everybody will see it doesn't matter what and it's always something different it's you know um so that's a new achievement there as well but you'll go through and you'll hit the third room, you'll you'll beat the boss or take out the la whatever they're wanting you to do, and you walk out the door and there's always a chest there. You hit that; it's always got something gold in it, which you used to break down because gold sucks now in this game. The only thing that's worth value is armor sets. Um, maybe you'll get a nice high end weapon, but it's I've yet to see that. But some other people have gotten some pretty nice high end weapons in those boxes, and then you walk out. And you respawn back to the underground, and you basically launch the next mission, and you start over. Now, once you get to level ten, I think it's—I don't remember. No, maybe it's five. You get you unlock a directive, so then you can turn. It's called Fog of War, and you can turn. So it turns off your mini map. Well, now you can't see what a collectible is, and you can't see any enemies on the mini map. Um, but it gives you bonus XP, and then there's five different directives. So basically, you can make the game a lot more harder. Uh, one of them, which really tough, is it, I forgot the name of it, but it's you. If you use your, oh, it's called Mad Skills. If you use your one skill, one of your skills, it automatically sets your other one on a cooldown. If you use your signature, everybody else on the team there's resets. So it really, you got to really be careful, and it does make it more of a challenge. The third one I've unlocked is. Um, waste not want not if you reload your gun the ammo you had left in the clip goes away and you lose it and enemies do not drop ammo so you really got to start taking your shots careful don't reload early which is tough because i'm always reloading and i kept telling myself to keep telling myself stop reloading i'm wasting ammo and you will run out there's only a couple spots where there's a resupply in the in the game so it gets a little tough um there's two more directives coming up. I don't know what they are yet. I have not unlocked them. You unlock those at certain ranks. Um, at rank 20, you'll be able to do unlock phases. So then you can do, instead of just one short mission, when you complete that, it goes into another one. So you can make them longer and I'd imagine extend the XP and stuff that you get. Uh, so it, there, it's fun. It's randomly generated dungeons, if you will. Um, but I think it's one of those things that right now it's a blast, but I think it's going to run its course and you're going to get bored probably fairly quick. But uh, so far I'm loving it. So, uh, Brink, if you're listening, hit me up, man. I'm playing it all the time. I'm planning to go to uh, rank 40 uh, because I had this game 100%ed. Now I don't. 
And there's <laughs> and so all I need now, I've got there's new achievements to the game. I need to get all the collectibles, which it'll be easy to get. I need to get to rank forty. That's just a grind. But now they've got one in there that's it kind of ticks me off because it's gonna probably make it so that I can't get the full hundred percent again. You've got to get a team to go through one of these phases on challenging with all five directives active. It's going to be tough. And I don't even know what the other two are. So we've been playing hard with three directives active and it, it makes it a challenge. It's been so challenging is just going to be brutal, but I'm looking forward to reaching that ability, you know, that level so I can start doing that. But uh, It's fun. All right. Enough of that. Let's uh, get some business as we move to the round table. So become a patron. You can join us at patreon.com forward slash this Xbox life. This is a way to donate to the show on a monthly basis. You go in, you set whatever you want to donate, $1, $100, whatever. You give them your credit card and they will bill you, They will basically charge you every month. And uh, that's a way to donate to the show. Um uh, you can also do a one-time tip like CFC Leo 10 did tonight. Thank you. This is a one-time donation. Um, uh, get your name on the on the screen flashing there, as you'll see. Uh, you can tip us whatever you wish. Again, like Brun says, not they are not required, but they are appreciated. Uh, here you go to, um, where is it? Uh, Twitchalerts.com forward slash donate forward slash this Xbox Live. And again, that's a one-time donation. All right, Rob, time to earn your your money. So Ultimate Game Sale. I think you should list off everything going on sale, <laughs> the prices. <laughs> Two hours later. <laughs> yeah, I know you're on mute too, I think, Rob. So. Nope. You're on here. mute, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm not, guys. I can. I'm talking yes, just I fine. <laughs> I can. I can hear myself. A okay. <laughs> okay, so I'll read the whole thing along with the <laughs> discount percentages for each, like uh, class. I'm gonna go make myself a sandwich. <laughs> I don't don't, don't read the whole thing. There's there's and then that which many. region? Which regions? It's all available in. Yeah. My air air horn. Uh... <laughs> Jesus there, so he <laughs> big sale. Yeah, there's what? Well, how many games are on this oh, list? Would you guys say? Yeah, Supposed to be over two fifty. Get yeah. out of here. Well, that includes that's the three sixty stuff. Yeah, I'd say there probably is wow. that. Many. That's what it showed in their trailer. Hey, Far Cry Primal. That they had two hundred and fifty games on sale. Well, <laughs> like every game on Xbox One, they just put everything on two hundred fifty items. Okay, yeah. yeah, it's not all games, and there's yeah. three sixty like games DLC. on sale too. I did see some like Call of Duty stuff, like microtransaction stuff in there as well. Yeah, there's Never Winter stuff. Um, yeah, the Call of Duty points, but some of the things like the, there's really only one thing that stuck out to me, and I don't know if I'm going to do it, but Far Cry Primal. It looks like it's going to be, yeah. it says 30 or 40% off. I think the 40% huh. off is the gold member discount. Is Yeah. Um, I saw a Mirror's Edge catalyst on there as well. Yeah. 40% off, I think. Yeah. That's, yeah. A, that's a brand new game. Yeah. yeah game yeah, it just came out. Not very good. Six weeks ago. Not very good. Oh, oh, it's not in my mind. Not in my it's mind. Good. It's not. 
But yeah, there's so we're not going to read all this off. But I mean, one thing I can say, if you guys, I know someone was looking for Just Cause Three. This game's going to be sixty percent off for gold members here on Ooh. Tuesday, um, and you get the XL edition, which includes the season pass. That's going to be a sixty percent off as well. Just Cause Three, I I've got it. I bought the XL edition. I've really enjoyed the game. It's a lot of fun. It, it's a long game. I mean, you will play for probably a hundred hours. You can probably get into this. It, it can be very frustrating. Just understand that it can be very frustrating at points. Um, yeah. I, I really, I, you know, it's like you'll be doing something, and all of a sudden there's like eight hundred freaking enemy guys, tanks and choppers and I'm jeeps. I'm stuck and, in that game. Oh, there's it, a mission that I'm stuck on. You have to go to this base and blow up a bunch of things, and find like this tracker thing, and then you have these helicopters that show up and they start attacking you. But then they tell you, okay, you have. Five minutes. You have to get across the map, and then as you're on your way across the map to like this other island, they start a timer. It's like, oh, now you have three minutes to get across the map, <laughs> and you have like Apache helicopters chasing you down. Yeah, it's, so it's it's crazy. It's hard, <laughs> <laughs> but it it is fun. It's fun just to go in and just blow stuff up. I mean, it's one of those that it, it reminds me kind of cr- like Crackdown. You just go in and you just blow something up because it's there. Um, yeah. So. It is a very fun game, but so that's on the lyric. Pretty much, probably anything you guys want is State probably on this list. State of Decay Year State One Survival decay. Edition, fifty percent off. Game is still broken, man. It doesn't play very well on the Xbox One. Oh, well, it plays like the three hundred and sixty game did on the on the three hundred and sixty, kind of like all buggy and stuff. Fallout Four, fifty percent off. Uh, the Division, thirty three percent off. Gold Edition, thirty five percent off. So if you haven't picked up the division yet. Um, it, the division is a fantastic game. It, it, it really is. I'm surprised not that many people are playing it, man. I, well, it's, it's been out for quite a while now. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, like with myself, I wasn't playing it myself because I've done everything in the campaign. I've done all the collectibles. I had the game 100%ed. The only thing I hadn't done was reach like rank 100 in the dead in the dark zone. And I won't go into the dark zone. I hate the dark zone. It's a griefer's paradise. <laughs> so I'm looking for anything outside of dark zone I'll play. So that's probably why I love underground so much right now is I'm back into a game I really like and I'm doing PVE, um, which, you know, co-op with people. I can You can do it by yourself. You can team up with buddies. Um, it's a lot of fun. I'll just run through by myself, too, if no one's on. But. Yeah, I'm playing this like every day, so hit me up, break. But yeah, that's you know that's on there. So there's a ton of stuff. Yeah. Um, there's gonna be a game in here to make you they happy want, for sure. Um, yeah, and plus some of these old titles, you know, granted, you might be risking buying something that'll be on Games with Gold pretty soon, but some of these are actually like pretty darn good deals, and. Something like, uh, was it like that Metro? Yeah, Metro's like $6 or $7 something, isn't it? Yeah, it's. I think the bundle is like $30, and it's supposed to be 75% off. It's two games. <sighs> and, I mean, it's it's a, they're both decent. And so there's a lot of stuff you can do, uh, you know, in those slow times when we're waiting in between major releases. And it's also probably a good time to convert off of a physical copy of a game if you bought uh you know a physical copy early on and you know you can ditch that if you've gone mostly digital after that Dude, the halo master chief collection uh digital is 60 percent off i never did yeah. buy that 
I probably should buy it just to have it. <laughs> and Halo Five Guardians sixty percent off. Yeah, you could basically get game. every Halo game right there, with the exception of Halo Wars. Uh, right there, just in both. You know, that's a lot of gaming. That Master yeah, Chief free. Collection for sixty percent off. Yeah, that's, that's going to make it. it what twenty five bucks, twenty dollars. That's worth it. That's yeah, that's, that's worth it. what four games right there. Yeah. So, I'm looking to see if Halo Wars 2 is on the 360. It is not. Halo, Halo Wars? Wars. Or, I'm sorry, Halo Wars. Oh, yeah, it is that? not on the 360 list. For... No, they don't have a digital version of it. They need to. Well, I think they will. Yeah, they might Because if, if you pre-order Halo Wars 2, you're supposed to get the, a remastered version of Halo Wars, right? Or the backwards compatible version, aren't you? Yeah, I think so. I want to just like... watch the videos again. <laughs> they're out there on YouTube. On YouTube. Yeah, yeah, that was amazing. So, all right, so oh, that's I played, happening. I played that. I forgot to put that on my what I've been playing. I played Halo Wars too. So. I never actually played that beta, man. I, it just was so broken. It didn't work. Halo Wars. I played Halo Wars. Sorry. And yeah, that beta never worked for me. I just gave up on it. Yeah, they so got it's... some work to do on that one. So break out your wallets. July 5th through July 11th is the huge sale. Go to MajorNelson.com for the full list of everything. Um, again, they've published the, the discounts today, but they don't take effect until the 5th of July. So wait to buy your stuff till then. All right. So real quick, the Xbox Ambassador program is relaunching. Uh, they're doing a Season 3. They say it's easy, easier than ever to get started. So uh, I did this... I did this for a little bit. I'm actually somewhere, like in the forums, they still have me listed as ambassador, but I actually dropped out pretty quick because I was getting questions from people like in the middle of my work day. <laughs> so I, I, if you can set, I know you can set like time frame of where people can reach out to you and ask you questions. So it's kind of a way of being a Microsoft Xbox help person. You can help people answer questions. So if you really know a lot about the Xbox and want to do this, um, you do get uh, some kind of kudos from Microsoft. Uh, you can get badges, and you get notified. You get noticed in the forums, the official forums. You're tagged as an ambassador and whatnot. Uh, so there, and there's. I think you can win awards on their ambassador page. So I think you can win stuff. I I don't really know 100, percent but uh, if you go to the Xbox Wire, uh, it's news.xbox.com. You'll see this is a recent story and they have all the information there so if you're interested in joining they are allowing people in now so definitely hey, check it out quick question so for these people that are asking all these questions and stuff have they ever heard of google or bing <laughs> exactly i mean dude, we get... happened to like finding stuff out for yourself dude i've had people ask us just because of you know this xbox life hey how do i do this i'm like I don't know. Go ask Microsoft. <laughs> like, <you know. laughs> Hard to reset. That's the answer for everything. So, yeah. Rip the brick out of the wall. <laughs> Did that this week. Um, next, real quick, another short one. Xbox One background music. The release date is that is coming, going to be available on August 2nd. So, again, something that was available in the 360, we're going to get this three and a half years later as a new feature to the xbox one i just i just really hope that when scorpio launches they have all this stuff available day one <laughs> i really do I no really probably do. not <laughs> oh man 
but you'll have them in the next several years. But yeah, that would be nice if it should be. It should be the same OS. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Um, I don't think the OS will be any different. But um, so yeah, this. So look for this uh, August second. I know a lot of people in our Facebook group have been asking about this. I don't know if you're going to be able to play ripped, you know, MP3s off your off your hard drive of your Xbox like you could on the 360. I'll about guarantee you'll be able to play music from Groove, which is the Xbox music service. So I'll bet you you can. It's another way of them to say, "Hey, give us another ten dollars a month and unlimited music, and then stream it in your <laughs> games or whatnot." Exactly. Um, I don't know if Pandora and uh, what's the other big one? Spotify. 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 I don't know if they're going to be available yet, but as soon as we find out, I will definitely. Post I know you group. could do Spotify on the. PlayStation 4. Nobody that, cares. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> but, uh, you know. Had to do that. I knew where you were going. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, yeah, you can do us. Uh, you've been able to do Spotify on there for a well, while. You say nobody cares, but. I was kidding. I wouldn't quite say that. But yeah. I'm going to hold kidding. off on that for one minute <laughs> because I want to give Jesus a floor for a few minutes. So. Jesus has been listening to the TXL for, I don't know, forever. Yeah, for a long time. And him and a whole bunch of guys that were part of our community who uh, who some of uh, I know have abandoned us. Some yeah. have not. <laughs> they went off. They, you know, they, they thought this was a glamorous life. And they said, we're going to do our own show. And they, they launched Horrible Gamers with a Z. Because yeah. I think, and I, I Jesus, was it was it Jim who came up with the Z? Um, the teacher so, yeah. in the group. The teacher in the group. Yeah, we always make fun of him for misspelling <laughs> gamers. What was it? What was it? That, that's Captain uh, Hook, Captain right? Hook? Captain yeah, Hook. yeah. No, I, I love Captain Hook. He he's hilarious. <laughs> but so he's a big fan of you guys. He he's listened to you guys forever, man. Since like 2007, he told me or 2008, something like that. I used to play with him all the time, and haven't seen. Like I said, ever since you guys went off and did horrible gamers. Like, boom, haven't played with any of you anymore, even you, Jesus. Y'all oh, just psh, disappeared. <laughs> <laughs> but I know you guys still listen on occasion. We appreciate that. We, we've yeah. listened in kind. We listen to your show. But it sounds like there's been a relaunch, so I'm going to let you tell us all the news and dirt and whatever you want. All right, so that definitely, yeah. So earlier this month, was it the beginning of, of not this month, last month, June, um, we did our last show for horrible gamers with the Z, basically. Um, it got to the point where, you know, it was me doing the show with guests for quite a while there. And uh, my host couldn't get on. So, you know, Sean, Brink, Rob, not this Rob, the other Rob from New Zealand, um, they couldn't be on the show, you know, for different reasons, for scheduling reasons. They had life things going on, you know, things were getting in the way. And um, we did record our show on a Saturday night, and we still do. But, uh, you know, Saturday nights are hard, you know, when you have a family and all that stuff. So basically it got to the point where I said, you know what, nobody's feeling it. You know, I feel like the last shows that we did together were kind of like, ah, you know, like we were just there. We were just like autopilot that we got on autopilot. It's just no enthusiasm. Nothing was there. And we could definitely tell. I could tell and Sean could tell. And then finally Sean just told me, you know what, man, I don't want to do this anymore. Um, he kind of, you know, he kind of wanted to still do it, but he kind of didn't have the passion for gaming. He's kind of been in a gaming slump lately. So he was like, I haven't played any games lately. So, you know what? I finally, I just got tired, I guess, of it. And I was just like, you know what? We're done. We're done. And then, and so I announced it on the Facebook group, you know, I put it on there, you know, we appreciate the support everybody gave us throughout the years, you know, 
Um, we started the show with the passion for gaming, but obviously that passion has died down. Um, and then a couple weeks passed, and I was like, you know what? I can't just let the podcast go, you know? It's kind of like, I know that this happened with you guys as well. You guys kind of went off for like maybe three weeks. Was it like a few couple years ago? You guys went off for like three weeks. Or <laughs> yeah, well, we like called that. it quits, and then yeah, you guys. But about a month later, we're like, I, I want to do it. Really, really sad when I <laughs> when I heard that last episode of you guys, and you guys were like, okay, you know, this is us signing off for the last time. I like was like, man, I'm gonna I'm about to tear up right now. These guys are like leaving me. What's going on here? And uh, you know, and I kind of I was thinking about that, and I was thinking to myself like, you know what? I, I should bring this back, and I should talk to my co-host and see if they want to do it. And for a while, me and Brink were gonna bring the show back. And um, then Brink, last minute, he told me, you know what? I can't do this, man. It's not going to work out. My schedule is too crazy. I work all the time, and my work schedule changes. So he stepped stepped away, stepped down. Um, he'll be on as a guest when he can be. But I got three new co-hosts. You know, I posted in the group, I need hosts. If you're interested in hosting, message me. And you'd be surprised how many people actually messaged me. I was, like, getting, like, messages from all these people, from people from across the you know the ocean from from Europe they were messaging me saying hey you know what I want to be on your show but I'm like 12 hours ahead of you and I'm like yeah that's probably not gonna work <laughs> uh, so uh, you know a lot of people did message me and I got three three hosts uh, one of them is Ryan Gibson that uh, he's from Canada as gave eight seven 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 we got Eric Smith he used to be a, a host on the Uncanny Expros podcast and that that show stopped so he's on our show now and uh, Gunny Chief you guys know Gunny. He's been on your show before. He's part of your yeah. community as well, and he loves you guys. He tells me he's part of your Patreon. Oh, um, oh, Gunny doesn't like. No, he likes Rob. <laughs> oh yeah, Rob's yeah, the only Rob, one he even knows. <laughs> he he was on horribly awkward recently <laughs> with with. Uh, they call me Imes, our buddy Sean, and he's like, yeah, I like. I want to give a shout out to TXL, and I really like Rob over there, and um. Um, there's two other guys. Um, and I'm like, you friggin' jerk. You don't even know who we are. You know, the guy that doesn't, he talks the least. That's the guy you remember. Definitely. He likes you guys. And he was telling me he's part of your Patreon and all that. Yeah. Um, Gunny's so awesome. He's in our, he's, I can yell at him now. Cause he's actually in our Twitch, uh, chat oh, room he? right now. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so he's part of he's part of the horrible gamers now. It was kind of funny for him last night because he was like, "Hey, thanks for having me back." And he's like, "Wait, I'm part of the show now." And I was like, "Yeah, you are. You know, you're not a guest anymore." So, so we recorded our first episode last night with the new guys. Um, I put it up on the feeds, but you know, guys, we changed from the Z to an S, and I changed the feed to an S, and all this right. stuff went broken. I was like, "Oh, broke it's it. broken. I broke it." Yeah. <laughs> So now I have to wait. I resubmitted the feed to iTunes. Um, it works if you download the Podbean player, if you play it through the Podbean on your browser, on your phone, or your laptop, or whatever. Um, it works on there. The show's on there. But uh, it's kind of tricky to find. So uh, hopefully the feeds get updated, and sometime this week the show will go up for everybody that has it or wants to search for us and find us. And it's Horrible Gamers with the Nest now. So hopefully it's easier to find. And, um, yeah, um, there's no hard feelings between me and the old host. Um, obviously, I'm still in the chat with Brink and Sean. Um, Rob, he kind of just left us. Uh, I don't know what the situation was with him. He has a lot going on with his personal life, um, and he kind of left like this big long post in our in our group. 
and he just left the group. He didn't even see none of the comments that that everybody left, you know, thanking him or saying, "Hey, buddy, we love you. We don't don't leave us." No, he just left. You know, so I like the king of Zed. We don't know what happened <laughs> to him. Uh, I don't even know if he's still on my friends list or not. To be honest, um, he just left. I think he's writing a book of some kind, a book about something. I don't know what the book's about. But uh, yeah, that's about it, guys. So, uh, Horrible Gamers is back this time with an S and a new host. But I'm still on it, so a lot of uh, adult content. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's a great show. A little different from ours, but yeah, you guys uh, always crack me up. It's it's fun, but and you so. know what we we love you guys. We love TXO. I was men- I mentioned you guys last night on the show. You know, we were watching the E3 press conference together. And um, you guys have always been the the podcasting guys that have kind of been the people that I look up to, but I can reach out to. <laughs> so it's not like you guys are you guys are not like I you know like IGN status. You know we're like I look up to those guys, but I'm like how am I going to get a hold of these guys? Like there's no way I can I can reach them or just talk to them. You know like invite them to my Xbox Live party. And be like hey you know how do I do this or how, let's just play games. Um, but you guys you guys are reachable. And I remember the first time I added one of you guys, it was actually Brun. And I remember I was trying to add you guys for the longest time. And um, I remember your guys' friends list was full. You guys were so popular. You guys had like all these friends. And I was like, oh, man, <laughs> I can't add these guys. You know, they have no space in their friends list. And I remember listening to the show where Brun was like, yeah, I deleted like 50 people off of my friends list because they don't play with me. And I added him the first thing I heard that show. And um, I remember I played Battlefield with him. And I was like, just like in awe. I was like, oh, this yes. is the guy. Battlefield almost guy. every day. This is the guy I listen to. This is the guy I listen to. This is the TXL guy. And then I added Wingman. And uh, so for sure, you know, you guys are awesome. Yeah, it's um, it. The one thing I've noticed, we've been doing this. Oh my gosh! So Bron and myself with Kyle, who as a lot of you might know, is Marana Cow. We we started Xbox podcast, man, decade ago or something like that. So we we've been and we got we had issues there. We didn't own that show, so we had some issues with the owners, if you will. And we all basically bailed and went and did our own thing. And and we've been doing this for I don't know seven eight years now. Or and it's, this show here, this show here was October of two thousand eight. Wow! Believe. So eight years we're coming on. So it is one thing I've noticed from a lot of startup, a lot of podcasts I've seen that you know where people don't get paid, like IGN, they get paid. I mean, this is their job right they're professional gaming media we're not so for the hobbyists who just want to talk games and do this for fun it's hard it it, you know you you get you you gotta find people that are dedicated to put the time in every week um we and i think one of things we've learned is we've got to share the duties um all three of us it takes all three of us to put the show on um and it's like you guys noticed last week, and Brun wasn't here. The the little the name thing wasn't working. Like you know, <laughs> CFC subscribed or Amateur gave us a donation home. today, and it popped up because Brun was here to tell me what an idiot I was and the order of things that have to go. But he does a part, I do a part, Rob does a part. Every week we all do certain things, um, except when I'm gone, then they leave those parts for me still to do them. <laughs> But, you know, it does, and it, and it, it helps if you don't have to do everything. Because when I got burned out last time, I think when we all left, it was really probably my fault because I was doing everything. And I was just like, I was tired. I was burned out. It just wears you out. Yeah. And, and you do it. You just kind of like, 
We're done. Definitely. I, you know, and that's how I feel Sean felt. Because, you know, Sean Iams, he did everything, man. He posted to the feeds. He did he did all our Twitter stuff. He was always on Twitter. He's like, because I, I mean, I use Twitter, but like barely. And he uses it all the time. So he was always control of the Twitter stuff. And um, he was editing the show. He was posting it. And on top of that, he was doing his own show. Yeah. And if you listen to his show, he records like sometimes two or three episodes a week. He's a podcasting beast. Yeah, but it can catch up guest. to you. It, it's yeah. fun when you first start, but it does catch up and it it does wear you out. And hopefully, he can keep it going because he's he puts on some very entertaining shows. He does, and um, he's a lot of fun to listen to. But yeah, I'm glad you guys didn't disappear completely. Um, hope you guys have a long when you know longevity. Best wishes to you guys. I hope my new host lasts, man. Because uh, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's all i'm hoping for man is that my host you know stick around because um there was a lot of people that were that wanted to do it but like i said man you know you can't you can't expect me to be able to accommodate somebody that's 15 hours ahead of me or 15 hours before me if if like you're there telling me i can only do it at, at night time between 7 p.m my time and 10 p.m my time and that's like 10 a.m my time and i'm like how is this this is not gonna work man like it's just not gonna work. Or somebody I had this other person, I'm not gonna say any names, but you know, they're like, Okay, how do I how do I get on there? And I'm like, Okay, well, you know, go to your laptop, you know, and Skype me. And like, what I need to download Skype? I'm like, Yeah. yeah <laughs> Skype. Like, what do I need? You need a microphone or like a headset or something? Well, I don't have a headset. Do I go to buy that? <laughs> can I use can I use headphones? I'm like this is probably not the best idea, buddy, but you know, you can try. it's just you know, some people think that it's literally getting on a computer, pressing play or pressing record, yeah. and that's it. But it's yeah. not. It takes a lot of work. We it's like you go your podcast button on the computer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> record podcast. That's all you do is press that button, and, you, and you'll be fine. Like Hit the superstar yeah. button. I'm a, I'm a superstar all of a sudden. Yeah, we <laughs> got to look at the time before we started purchasing like audio equipment and everything like that to yeah. to make our audio better because you know. Rob was really quiet and Mark was really loud and I was fading off and roboting and, you know, just all this, all these different <laughs> things, you know, you go out and you're like, okay, now I got, you know, a microphone, I have a mixer, I have, a, you know, a, a 286S from DBX, which is probably one of the best preprocessor limiter gates out there um, based on Rob's recommendations. Um, <laughs> and actually I, I rattled off, dbx 286s and some person heard me at work and came over it's like you have one of those i'm like yeah and they're like how do you like it and i'm like oh i love it i guess <laughs> you know so you know multiple sound cards and and it's just like we put with with the help hum of destroyers and boom mics yeah hum and... destroyer yeah boom mics but the thing is like and that's not even on, the computer that that's yeah. all that's the stuff that has yeah, nothing to do with the computer <laughs> multiple audio cards and you know software and the list goes on and on what it takes to put this stuff together is insane definitely <laughs> yeah but it is it's crazy if you really want to get into it i mean it not only is it a time sink it sinks money too and yeah and uh, we're, we're, lucky realize... enough, we're lucky enough to have donations and and people yeah. do patreon that's awesome that's why it's like you know we can't thank everybody enough because you know it's kept us going and 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 made the show better Definitely, and and people don't realize that podcasting costs money. You have to pay to host your podcast somewhere, you know. 
And you don't yeah. just download this stuff for free. Like, oh, it just magically appears on the <laughs> internet. And the internet's free, guys. <laughs> no, you have to pay somebody to host your show, to have it up. And, and it's a nightmare sometimes. Like I said, I changed the name from a Z to an S. All I did, one letter change, man. And I feel like I feel like I broke it. <laughs> I feel like, oh, man, I shouldn't have never changed oh, that. Man, I, I did it, and it was done. So it's all there. Hopefully it gets fixed. I don't know. How many times, guys, has our feed where it's been broken, and when we fix it, we, quote, fix it, it re-downloads every show, like, double. Oh, <laughs> we've we've and <laughs> yeah, we've been there we've done that <laughs> yeah, uh, so we're just that's how we boost our numbers you mess up the feed yeah. and have everybody re-download everything yeah. look at those numbers <laughs> yeah. but um so definitely you know podcasting it's a it's a love of mine i love it it's fun i love getting on here and talking video games because to be honest you know to find people that are as passionate as i am about video games is hard you know especially you know, in real life, it's kind of hard to find people that are really as passionate as you are about video games. Um, it only, well, I mean, honestly, gaming, is. In, gaming in general, there's a, it's almost like there's a stigma yeah. attached to it at times, and people look at you like, you game, you, you nerd, you horrible person. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely, yeah. man. Uh, there's always people, you know, looking at you like, hey, how old are you? Uh, yeah, it's like you're over twenty and you game. You play well, games. You and know, but in. The thing of like ever like everything evolving too when it comes to like podcasting. When we first started podcasting, it was audio only. Yeah, and then you know, Twitch comes around, and everybody's like, "Oh, you watch people play games." You you want to talk about like, "Oh, you play games," and people giving you the word "look." It's oh, you yeah. watch people play games. Imagine the look you get then. I mean, you do get a look. Yeah, uh, definitely. But, you know, with our show, we evolve and we evolved into into Twitch, and you know, you got these people that. Knock it out of the park. You know, we uh, Darkness429 is one of the, I think, the best Twitchers out there. Um, you know, he's male. He interacts with his fan base and stuff like that. And, and you know, here we are. We're trying to trying to do the same thing. And, um, and uh, you it's, know, it's a, a lot of gamers that have, you know, that, that believe, believe in that stigma of, oh, you know, you're, you're old and you're a gamer. A lot of those people are your guys' listeners and our listeners. People that are older that play video games, and they're thinking to themselves, man, who else likes video games and talks about video games? And podcasters, that's who do it, you know. That, and that's the listeners, and we love those guys. We love you people that listen to us talk about video games because without you guys, I mean, who's going to listen to us? Let's be honest. Heck, I'm a grandfather. I'm a grandpa <laughs> and still play games. <laughs> yeah, man, uh, so, but, you know, game gaming, I think, is here to stay, and I think it's going to grow. As time goes on, it's not going to go anywhere. If anything, it's going to grow bigger. Um, we were just talking about last night on Horrible Gamers about uh, social eating. Social eating is a thing on Twitch now. There's a category on Twitch called social eating, and it's people streaming themselves eat dinner. <laughs> Literally, there's a required. There's like new rules where you can't eat. Um, you can't eat like uh, pet food. Yeah, you, you can't eat junk food. You have to be eating like a meal, and you have to at least be talking about the meal or talking about a video game or something. That's wow. the only rules, and you stream yourself. It's called social eating. It's a new category on Twitch. Yeah. Want mm. <laughs> to get Rob be our official TXL eater? Yeah, there you go, man. <laughs> Start streaming yeah, all your meals. Stuff. <laughs> <laughs> get, get Give me some numbers. mac and Cheetos. The Xbox Live social eating with Rob. There you go. <laughs> All right. Well, yep. uh, thanks again, 
from Jesus, and uh, good luck on the, the relaunch. Thank you. I do need to bring something to light, and this got a lot of comments this week in the group. I had I had a had it out with my uh, Xbox on the evening of July first. Did you break up? <laughs> well, let me let me let me just read what I wrote. <laughs> oh, look at the time! Isn't it time to shut down the show? <laughs> I am seriously <laughs> thinking about throwing out my Xbox and it's going time to eye roll. That's what it is. <laughs> No, All I posted. Right, good. Good I'm much. seriously thinking about throwing out my Xbox and going over to PS4. I'm so tired of my Xbox One simply refusing to work. It is just one giant piece of garbage. Uh, let's see what is wrong today. Number one, it won't turn on by using a controller to turn it on. Only the controller turns on and just flashes. Two, when I manually turn on the Xbox One, the controller refuses to connect. Number three, <clears throat> connect commands no longer work thanks to Cortana, you worthless piece of garbage. Microsoft, talk to Amazon to see how voice commands actually work. Try this. Hey, Alexa, how can I make Cortana work as seamless and reliable as you? Four, games oftentimes won't launch anymore. Five, Xbox Game Store is for crap and many times won't even bring up what you click on to bring up. Six, don't even get me started on buying stuff from the console. Seven, did I mention that Cortana sucks? I think I will stop my complaining now, but you know what? PS4 is looking better every day. This is POS Xbox refuses to work. Ten years, an Xbox Live Gold member, and this is the thanks for my loyalty. Well, screw it. <laughs> so I was so I'm not gonna go into what the comments were, but the majority of the people basically said it was my own fault because I was in the preview program and you gotta expect stuff not to work. So what I wanted to just and I'm not gonna go into rant. But Jesus kind of, I think Jesus got the point of what I was saying. A lot of this stuff, some of this stuff is in the preview program. And um, I still feel like this whole Cortana thing is something that, whether it was preview or not, to break the connect for its basic function of what I've been using it for three years, where now it's useless. I mean, I cannot use it anymore to do what I always did every single day to completely break it. And, and for those that are not in the preview program, you don't understand. If you use Connect for voice commands, plan on that going away unless they majorly improve this, um, and which supposedly had they have done, and it, it's still not working correctly for me. It's still, uh, according to their notes in the latest update, that your Xbox quote commands, you still have to say Cortana, but they're supposed to work without doing the search. It, and it's supposed to be warmed up automatically, so you don't have to wait for her to warm up. It still doesn't work. She still does a warm up. Um, so, but they, that it should have been a lot better. It was like they ripped out something and said, "We're going to do something else." But here, we'll work on it over the next six months. It was completely broke. But outside of that, and outside of the preview program, the problem with the controllers not connecting or the box not turning on, and and just always having to pull the power brick at least once a week to to reset the box so that the freaking thing will work properly. That has nothing to do with the preview program. That has been a three year long battle on this. And my kind of general rant, I was aimed at the Xbox and I'm not leaving. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> buying a PS4. I hate the controller. This PlayStation Live is not <laughs> confirmed. <laughs> so I'm not doing that. And it, it, but, and I took it out on my Xbox. I really, I was really ticked off that night because nothing, I mean, nothing was working. The, the controllers, none of the controllers would sync. 
Um, I would I would do the syncing and nothing. They, everything would just sit in flash. It, it took multiple power resets before I could get a controller to actually connect to the darn thing. Um, so it was it was just a real frustration. I just want to sit down and play a game, and I can't. But it, it takes me, it's like technology in general these days. It seems like they put stuff out, everything is rushed out, and then they're like, well, we'll patch it or fix it as we go. We really don't care. It's like if I went and bought a car and they said, well, we'll give you an engine in six months, everybody would be like, "That's on. you can't do that. But like in the electronics world, they don't care. It's like we just accept it as like, oh, well, that's okay. You know, I can use it. Three years later, we're getting background music, and it's, quote, hey, a new feature. It's not new. We had this eight years ago on Xbox 360. You know, why is it acceptable that it's, hey, here it comes? It, it should have been there day one. You know, I yeah, mean, it's licensing. That, you know, so it, it just, but the stuff, it's like when stuff doesn't work or your phone doesn't work or the, you know, that's kind of the crux of my complaint. I'm tired of tech not working. <laughs> and sometimes I feel like, is it freaking me? Do I have some kind of electromagnetic pulse coursing through my body that breaks any kind of computer or electronic device I touch? Because there's days that, like everything I touch doesn't work. The My work laptop, my home machine, my Xbox, my phone. It's it just, there's days like that where just everything just kind of goes on the fritz. So, do you guys? So that's what I want to ask you. I don't want to. I don't want to rant anymore. As I just nailed the microphone again. Um, do you guys feel the same way, or am I? Is it just me? Do you guys have? Do you guys feel like the tech stuff that we use just doesn't work right, or it, they they overpromise and underdeliver all the time? What do you guys think? Well, I. I believe that when you release something, it should work. And it should work as advertised. If it doesn't work as advertised, then you have a right to basically, I don't want to say complain, but you have a right to be upset. You know what I mean? Like, connect, you know, the, like I, uh, we were talking beforehand. I was like, well, you know, the, the stuff with Cortana not working well, yeah, that's preview related. But really, if you're upset that they're removing the original commands and putting in Cortana, it doesn't matter if you're preview program or not. It's going; to, those are going away, right? You know what I mean. So, regardless of the, if it works now or doesn't work, you know, and, and like you like you said, it, unless it comes out and it just works perfectly, um, you know, or or ninety percent or at least up to the level of what the original commands were, then I, you know, so on, so you know, so on. Who cares about that part? But no, I, I think games not launching, uh, having to pull the power brick once a week to do a hard reset. You know, when you call support or, or, or message support, if their first thing is to say to unplug it, nah, that, that's not flying. Why? <laughs> Tell me why. My, why? my cable why? company does the same thing. Exactly. My cable yeah. company. Now, I like my cable company so far, okay? Mm-hmm. But they run ads on TV, and they say, oh, if you're having a problem, First, try unplugging your router before you call us. Right. And they're like, most of the time, that fixed the problem. So, again, it's just like, why are we in a world of the tech doesn't work? Right. You know, it, it's just, ah. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. I, it should work. Like, Xbox Xbox One, and, and even when it comes to, you know, you remember us talking about Xbox Live when it went down like four or five times in a week? And I'm, I'm sitting there going like, 
why why is it going down they need to be more transparent they need to tell us what's going on you know because all of a sudden it's just like i sit down to play a game and i can't because Mm -hmm. xbox live's down and all you get is hey xbox live is down we'll let you know when it's back up you know eight hours later and you're just like well why'd it go down (laughs) but see there's no there's no explanation i can even i can know i'm i'm like i'm okay with like the service part Mm -hmm. but it's like when my xbox won't i can't even turn it on or the controller won't even connect to it or i launch it and it says i go to click on a game and it says something happened please try again later i'm not i mean it has nothing to do with the internet i'm saying launch this game that's installed on this piece of hardware and it won't work that is that's the the basic function this thing should be able to do that basic function and it doesn't do it and the solution is to unplug the box um, no, what it what it know. is is like I I am almost imagining, and this is just the developer person in me. There's like three OSs running on. I think it's three. There's three operating systems running on an Xbox One at any given time. There's the one that runs Connect and all the voice commands. There's the main one, and then there's another one, and I forget what the for, other one for was the for. Snap. I don't remember. I just know there's three. I wonder if that and, changed. And they all suck. To, <laughs> to Windows 10. I don't think it has changed. Yeah. And, and that's the thing is, I I think that's probably the root cause of the problem. I still think there's three there. And the Windows 10, like I know when we're saying on you know Windows 10, I don't think we have the full version of the Windows 10 stuff yet. No. We we don't. I, I don't. I thought that was coming in like November or something like that. That might be in August second because that story I had about the background music, that mm-hmm. that said that's coming August second with release of the Windows. So the addition will be part of the Windows ten anniversary update, right? So that's coming August second. That anniversary update. It's and and the only thing I can say is yes, Mark. I I do agree that you have a right to be frustrated when stuff doesn't work because stuff should work. And and even in the preview, even with the preview program. You can only take that it's a preview or it's a beta so far and in my mind because when you're in beta you're you're testing to find little bugs. Your alpha is when things are broken. Yeah. and not working. Beta is and, not oh your stuff is still broken. No, beta is to tweak some of the bugs that you find but the core should be working. So when core That exactly, break, the core stuff yeah. should work. So the preview programs should not be breaking the core exactly. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I can deal yeah. with Cortana not working, and and it it is garbage, and they're getting ripped apart in the forums about it. Mm-hmm. Everybody's ticked off over it because it, yeah. it sucks and it's broken. It, but I don't even know how they <laughs> they got up there and had the guts to say we're launching Cortana when they were at E three. I was like, why would they even mention Cortana? Oh, it yeah, it's. I mean, it it if you if you. So, in a little bit of a defense or play devil's advocate a little bit, you look at Alexa, you look at mm-hmm. Google, like, okay, Google, you look at Siri, which, you know, and you look at Cortana. Those are really cool pieces of tech, and they're very, very powerful. I mean, they can be very powerful. They, you know, and, and they should be implemented and used wherever they can. They just have to be smart with the implementation. 
And right now they're having a rough time of it because, you know, they're, it's not a hundred percent yet, but that's where, you know, the core of Cortana is working, but there's some bugs in it. So that's where I think the beta tag, you know, or preview tag can't come in. If they release tomorrow live, what they have now with the Cortana, (laughs) then, then they have something to complain about, but the people ripping them apart, they shouldn't be ripping them apart. They should be, providing constructive feedback well they are i mean i'm just when i say ripping apart i'm you know i'm kind of in a rant mode there's a lot of content okay wrapped around cortana and uh, the issues around it so there is a lot of feedback coming back on that particular issue so just remember anybody any sorry anybody in the preview program if you bump into something or a bug or whatever report it you know, if yeah, you report it, yeah, if you report it, then you kind of have a right to complain. But yeah. if you don't report it and it comes out and it's live, it's like, well, you could have reported that and helped. Yeah, I've you reported know, several yeah. things. And then Good. like awesome. with the, when, uh, was it XCOM Enemy Unknown or Enemy Within, it went mm-hmm. backwards compatible, but it did not work on the new dashboard. Right. I went and right. posted about it and then Good. they fixed it. And I went back and said, hey, thank you. This is now working. And so I followed up. And let them know this is what I did. This is what you know. Um, it would you know, I put the disc in, and it would say this is not an Xbox game. Blah blah blah. So once they fixed it, I went back and reported again. Hey, it is working. And other people said the same thing. Hey, I'm still having this problem or whatnot. Um, so yeah, the, you got to go in and just say, hey, here's what I'm seeing. And that's right. what I do. I don't go in there. Oh, you suck. I'm never you know. So this was kind of unusual <laughs> for me. Xbox. Uh, I was really <laughs> mad on July first oh, that man. night. I, because I I don't remember what I was trying to do. I just but nothing would work, and I was just like, oh, I'm tired of this, and it, you know. So, but I, you know, I had one guy tell me to chill the bleep out, and I'm Definitely. like, oh, well, your your post is getting deleted, <laughs> and I'm like, if you wonder why your post got deleted, go back and read our terms of service. It's written out <laughs> clearly there, so um, you can't be cursing and swearing in our group, people. Yeah. Um, I don't but, mind you saying I'm an idiot or not, but you know, no personal attack. Yeah. People have the right to say what they want, and that's, you know, again, it had nothing to do with preview program, but just clean up the language and give constructive criticism. Yeah. Because I knew I was going to get crap for what I said, but, you know, it sparked a lot of conversation. That was fun. I telling you to opt out of the program. And you know what? I want to stand by and say you shouldn't opt out of the preview program, then it shouldn't be your fault for being in the preview program for this stuff being broken. Um, I know people that are out of the preview program that are having issues with the same things that you posted, man. The, the controller's not syncing, the party's not working, yeah. the internet not being the right speeds, um, just Xbox in general not la- launching games. You have to hard reset all the time. Yeah. My brother has to hard reset all the time. I mean, and he's not in the preview program, and I am. Uh, it, it's a big problem, you know, when, when a system is designed to be turned on for 10 years and you have to unplug it every week. What's the point of designing a system that's supposed to be on for 10 years? Um, it kind of it boggles my mind to know that, you know, Xbox 360 works so well and they launched the Xbox One and it's so different. A lot of innovation, but a lot of things were missing from the 360 that we're barely getting now and we still don't have now, um, you know, because we're barely getting music, background music and all that stuff. Um it's kind of crazy that it doesn't work right. You know when this super advanced hardware 
1.5 teraflops and all this stuff. Like, 10 times more powerful than the or 360 or whatever. Five times more powerful than 360. Um, That's kind of like, why doesn't it work then? You know, how does the 360, how did the 360 work so well and this system is having issues? The PlayStation 4, you know, I know this is an Xbox podcast, but there's never been a time where I've had to hard reset my PlayStation 4. Ever. The only time my PlayStation 4 has completely powered off was when it did a software system update and they had to like reboot the system to install the update. That is it. It has been on background and I could leave that thing on background. I could play Uncharted 4, leave it in the background and leave it in sleep mode for like two weeks and come back, turn it on and pick up right where I left off in Uncharted. Xbox yeah. One, I can't do that. Is there yeah, some I was, reason I, I wait a week and I come back and it's like, oh, now you have to relaunch the dashboard and hard reset. Your game seems to not be working. Please wait. Yeah. That's what I, I see that screen so often. Your game seems to have issue launching. Please wait. We don't know what the issue is. And it, it's ridiculous. Uh, I got to say Cortana uh, this morning. I woke up and just for giggles, you know, I was like, Cortana, what is the weather like today? And she was like, the weather today is going to be 78 degrees and uh, sunny or something like that. And I was like, oh, okay, that's pretty cool. And then I, I asked her something else, and she answered. And I was like, okay, you know what? Cortana could be cool. But mm -hmm. she just doesn't work very well at this moment. And I kind of, you know, it's kind of weird to launch games and snapping parties and all that. Because it's kind of hard to unsnap her. You know, you say Cortana, she snaps in. And it's hard for me to unsnap her. I, can't, I, I try to say Cortana, unsnap. Or Cortana, leave. Cortana, get off of my screen. Stop, it doesn't stop work. Listening. Yeah. yeah, or Cortana, stop listening. It doesn't. She just stays there. Like, it just stops yeah. listening, but it stays there on the screen. And I'm like, okay, well, I have to go manually double tap the home button and go down to unsnap. Um, that's kind of broken. Um, but I got to say, guys, hard resets suck. Yeah. Yeah. They suck. I, yeah, I was going to say, like, you, you mentioned an Xbox and how, or uh, PlayStation and how it goes. I was getting ready to say, like, you know, um, I think with Xbox, and hopefully they do this with Scorpio, maybe when it comes out, they need to take a step back and make the things that it should be doing work at 100%. Yeah. You know, enough with the TV stuff, enough with the guide stuff, enough with the, you know, this or that. Like, you know, make it to where it works. And then if you look at, like, the way it started, like Xbox, the, the dashboard and everything started and where it is now, like, who knows if they did ground up rewrites and stuff like that, but that's probably what they got to do is take a step back. Now I'm not saying this as a knock either, but the reason why PlayStation probably works so well is for one, they're very baked into firmware. They're not software, they're firmware, um, but it doesn't do that much. Yeah. And you know what I mean? But it works. And, and that's, I'm not, I, but it, that's my thing. But it works. But it works. I mean, I can get on my PlayStation and I know where I'm, I'm supposed to go, you know? Yeah. Right. Granted, I can't go and see, my feed of friends like the other day i was telling yesterday i was telling the guys my co-host i was telling them look i was on my playstation the other day and i was looking at my friends list and i was surprised at all the stuff they do because if you go to your friend's profile you can see what they've done it'll say like this person played uncharted for the first time this person launched hulu for the first time this person played this game for the first time this person did their first this they achieved this trophy and it shows all that you cannot find that unless you go to that person's page right but you know what if xbox was the same way 
I wouldn't mind it. I, I don't need either. the feed. I don't need the feed. That's what I mean. I think it's just doing too much, and yeah. you know, Drop and the, the other. I think the other stuff is what's causing the problem for the core stuff that should be working. And and that's what I was saying. It's not a knock on yeah. PlayStation. I don't think anybody took it that way. But yeah, yeah. like it, their stuff does very little, but it but it does what it does really well. And hopefully with Scorpio, they take a step back. I was kind of hoping with this Windows 10 stuff that they were doing, they would take a step back and just build, you know, the core and just start implementing, you know, features one by one. But then the thing is, is if you do that, then sometimes it's like, well, why don't I have this? Why don't I have that? Why is it taking you three years to get me background music type of, <laughs> type of scenario? But, you know, it's they got to do something at some point in time. And I think there's the OS, there's just so much stuff going on it's just like enough enough already and for the people that say you know because literally mark if you go back to your post man there's like 12 to 14 comments of saying opt out of the preview program it's your fault you need to opt out opt out and you know what yesterday i opted out i listened i went to the the preview dashboard and i put opt me out i don't want none of these updates anymore and i said factory i went to settings and i was like factory reset my xbox and it's like are you sure you want to delete all the profiles? I was like, yes, I am sure. Delete everything. Wipe my thing clean. I want to be free from this Cortana stuff. And it all launched. It redid the whole thing. I had all my games on my external hard drive, so I was like, I'm fine, you know. And it launches back up, and Cortana is still there. <laughs> it didn't go back. So, like, the software is still there. Just, yep. I can't go back, so I'm stuck with it till I guess they release the other updates or whatever. But she's there. I'm stuck with her. I was like, well, I guess I'm stuck with her. I just won't get any more updates. Yeah, I opted out once before in the past. And it just, you, yeah, it kept me right where I was. And then I never, I didn't get any of the fixed updates until the final, you know, release for everybody came out. So, yeah, so that's what's going to happen to me, I think. Yeah, it's just, I'd go back in, opt in if I was you so you can get the, there was an update the just yesterday. I don't okay. know what it did, but there was a new update yesterday, but um yeah well, they're... now they have the store issues where if you buy yeah and i had some of those as well new, yeah it won't play on the old dash yeah. anymore yeah because me and my brother game share right we we do that game share we save a lot of money through game sharing that's an awesome thing about xbox but for example i recently we were game sharing and i recently i downloaded the trial for uh mirror's edge catalyst but i downloaded the trial after i had the preview update and I went back to his profile because he wanted to play. And he's like, where is it, man? I'm trying to look for it through my games, through my ready-to-install games. And I even logged into my profile on his Xbox, and it just didn't pop up. It just didn't. It's nowhere to be found on there. And I think it's an issue with, like, game sharing as well. If you're game sharing with somebody that has the old the old dashboard and you have the new one, your games are not going to pop up on their stuff. Right. Um, I also had an issue in the store where I was trying to, like, rent a movie. And I went to the Microsoft movie rental thing. And I was clicking buy on the movie, clicking buy, clicking buy, clicking buy, and it just never worked. It said, you're having issues. Come back later. You're having issues. Come back later. So I went through Voodoo, and that kind of gave me a little bit of problems at first, and then it worked finally. Um, so there's definitely some – there was issues with the store. I don't know if they're still there. But that store stuff, game sharing, doesn't work with the old dashboard and the new one. Hopefully game sharing works when the new dashboard comes out. I don't know. If they, hopefully they don't get rid of that feature. That that was that would be the thing I think they should take out is all the movie and apps and stuff. Yeah. I know I might be talking being crazy, but I think that rumor what we talked about 
like before E three of them having like a little, you know, Amazon Fire Stick or whatever just for Microsoft stuff. I would like I'd rather have that and have it ripped out of the Xbox and just the Xbox be back to games and friends and and stuff like that and go and go that route because you can go anywhere and buy a Roku or whatever for twenty bucks and use Netflix on it. Like it doesn't have to be in my console anymore. Yeah. Um, but all right. Well, thanks, guys. But I want to I want to end on a good note. And I want to say <clears throat> if you want if our community wants something that does actually work, I highly recommend the Amazon Echo. I forgot to talk about this before. Um, my uh, we actually my wife and I got this as a gift for our, uh, our birthday. And I was like, I've heard of these things. So I got this big, heavy box and I opened. I was like, oh, it's an Echo. And I really was like, oh, OK, it's an Echo. I've seen this. So I pull out the box, and there's really not a lot to it. Like the instructions. See, I still have them here. Here's the, oh, i got to pull my thing up so I can see what you can see. So this is just a little card here. That's it. There's a, that's all there is. That, that's like, that's the directions. <laughs> the thing is, you hook it up, you use your, your phone, your smartphone, to connect to it. Then you use that to hook it into a Wi-Fi, like your Wi-Fi network in your house. This thing is amazing. You talk to this thing. And it will do, you can actually, if you have a Nest thermostat, you can actually control, you can speak to this thing. It, it, it defaults to the name of Alexa. You can say, hey, Alexa, set my, set my thermostat to 70 degrees. And it'll actually adjust it. You don't have to walk over and do it or use your phone. You just talk to Alexa. It'll play music. It'll stream music from like radio stations. Um, it'll stream through um, Pandora. You can just say, "Hey Alexa, play this Xbox Live." You can, yeah, yeah. Um, this Xbox Live radio on Pandora. And it'll actually. She goes, "I'm playing this Xbox Live radio on Pandora," <clears throat> and she'll play it, and it immediately starts. You can you can say, "Alexa, pause," and she'll immediately stop. You can ask her the weather, the traffic. So you can program it your, so if you're commuting every day, uh, you, you put in the address of where you're going, and every day you just say, hey, Alexa, what's the what's the traffic? And she'll say, oh, the traffic will take you roughly an hour and six minutes going this, you know, via this road or whatnot. Uh, you can, she'll give you news. And what's really cool, I'll say, Alexa, tell me the news. And she, and I, I've got selected like a local Seattle news channel, and she'll actually, it'll actually play, like that station's latest news clip. So I'm hearing not Alexa read me the news. I'm hearing the real reporters from that news station give the news. Um, I can say, Alexa, tell me a joke. Um, I can ask, she can use setters a timer. So we put this thing in the kitchen. So now, and so my wife now has music in the kitchen when she's working or, you know, cooking. She can say, Alexa, play whatever. Uh, it'll work with your Amazon Prime music account if you have one of those she can set a timer would say alexa set a timer for 10 minutes and she'll say i set a timer and then she'll start beeping and making noises and music and when it's done but one of the coolest things that we do and my kids love this is she also contains a to-do list and a shopping list so like my kids if they one of the things we've always had is like you know the kids will run out of milk and then they don't say anything and then it's like the next morning, like, well, mom, we don't have milk for breakfast. She's like, well, why didn't you tell me? I was just, we were all just at the store last night. Oh, no, I forgot. <laughs> you know, so now when something runs out, they just go, Alexa, put milk on the shopping list or add milk to the shopping list. And she says, I've added milk to your shopping list. 
and and then you go into your app and you can share the app with your family. So my wife is and I are both linked in, so we can both see the shopping list. So when I went to the store the other day, I pulled it up and I got everything that they told Alexa. It was right in my phone, and I deleted it as I put as I put it in my cart. I deleted it off the list, and at the end, my list was clear and I had everything that was asked for. And I'm like, it's so cool. So like, if I know she's going, I can run in there and say, and get this, put this to the shopping list. By the time my wife gets there, she'll see it on the list. And now we don't have to worry about the not having stuff. So I know this has nothing to do with Xbox, but mm-hmm. as I was playing with this that day, I ended up, we got a, a it's a Wemo is the brand. So it's like a outlet that you plug in an outlet, then you can plug like a lamp in and then you can control the lamp from your smartphone and you can set, you can adjust like when it turns on and all this. So you don't have to get down. I've got several, like you got to go and punch the stupid little tabs, rotate the clock and all that type of garbage. Um, this one, you plug it in, you pull in your smartphone. I say, turn on at this time, turn off at that time, done. But I can also, Alexa, I can say, Alexa, turn on my lights and she'll turn the light on for you. So, and the thing is, is it works. It's like not once has she told me, I don't understand you. Every single command that me, my kids, my wife have given this thing, she understood. And the, the, uh, well, I say there was one she didn't, and it was with Pandora because I had a radio station. Uh, I don't remember which one it was, but I said, I said, when I was first learning, I said, Alexa, play Pearl Jam on Pandora. And she's like, well, I don't understand that, or I couldn't find that. Well, I looked into Pandora, and it's like, oh, Alexa, play Pandora radio, or play Pearl Jam radio on Pandora. Because the station's called Pearl Jam Radio. Right. As soon as I actually gave it the correct name, boom, works. I'm like, that's the, you know, and I'm like, I have yet to have this thing fail on me. So I, I'm like super excited. And that's why I'm like, this thing just works. Um, and it's so cool. The whole family loves it. So I highly recommend these. If you guys, they're, they're like 180 bucks, but there's a, this thing does a lot. Do you have to have Prime? No, you do not. No. No. Huh. But that's an what does, Echo, what does Echo Dot do? What's the difference? I think Echo it's just Dot? a smaller version. Um, I don't know. It's like I think it's instead of being real tall, it's real small. So I don't I don't know what the dot does. I'll have to look that up. Okay. But I know you can also configure this thing. So like say you're a Prime member like myself, you can configure it with like buying. So I can go in there and configure it to auto buy. So I can walk up to and say alexa buy something and it'll automatically order it through amazon and ship it to me and charge my account my card on account i don't have to go on i don't have to go on the site anymore to order anything you can just tell alexa what you want and she'll order it and it automatically ships to you so i'm like there's and and the thing is this thing's got what they also call skills which are i like to call them like think of mods so people have gone in and created programs specifically for this thing. So in your phone, you can go through all the mods and the or these skills, I'm sorry, and you can turn things on. One of them was cats in a box or something. So I was reading it. It's just really stupid, but I turned it on. I said, yeah, turn this on. And then it said, okay, it's on. And I told my daughter, I said, go over there and say, Alexa, let open the box of cats. And so she did that, and all of a sudden, these you just hear these cats crying. <laughs> that's all it does. But it's funny. And then there's like, there's a silly thing. There's a magic eight ball. You can say, Alexa, ask magic eight ball if I'll be rich. And you get the magic eight ball type of answers. I mean, but there's there's like 1,500 different skills. There's stuff for, you can check your, 
credit card balance with um, Capital One or something like that. You can there's stuff for like airlines. You can check. It's just it's unbelievable. I haven't even seen all the skills. So it's crazy, and it works. That's what blew my mind about this thing. This thing is cool. So I'm looking at looking at at Amazon right now, and there's a portable one that just came out. It's 130 dollars. Is that the dot? It's a tap. So tap. Like Amazon tap, you just tap on it, and I guess you speak to it, and it's portable. So it's actually like you can carry it with you anywhere you go. So, but <laughs> um, if you guys are interested, if it sounds like something you like, like I said, I my whole family, my wife loves this thing for the shopping list alone. Um, you might not want to tell your wife it has a to-do list because then she'll probably start adding <laughs> stuff to your to-do list. Um, but um, it's cool. It's really neat. Use And I do ask if you do buy it, use our affiliate link. But um, this thing is awesome. It really is. But uh, anyways, enough pimping Amazon products. I just, I love it. When something works, I get excited. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, all right. Um, FNL, um, this coming Friday... I would like to play some Halo Firefight. I'll do that again. Okay, so I'm, I'm for that. So look for look for Bron and I definitely on Friday this fr- coming Friday. Uh, we'll get some Halo going. Um, all right, so let's get into this stuff so we can wrap up. Um, let's see, skip this one. We uh, we do have a voicemail, so go to our site, thisxboxlife.com. Click on the send us a voicemail bar on the right hand side, and uh, we leave your gamer tag. You can leave a question or comment. And we will put it in the show and answer. Uh, we do have a Twitter feed, twitter.com this ex- slash this Xbox Life. Um, I'm trying to learn how to use the Twitter, so um, bear with me if I'm doing stupid stuff with that account. I won't post a lot there. I'll spend spend. I'll be testing a lot on my own. Um, our community can be found at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash this Xbox Life. That's where all the cool stuff takes place. Um, I did. Oh, on we did have an email. Um, you can email us contact at thisxboxlife.com as well, um, or you can send us an email through the website, which is I think where this one came from. Uh, Amity Gamer said, "So I haven't heard of the Xbox podcast talk about this, but it's something serious that needs to get out there to warn people." Under the new dashboard preview program, there's a glitch when buying games using the Xbox itself, where you sent payment but you do not get the license for it. It's easy to miss because for some reason it still works on the Xbox you bought it on, but if you have multiple Xboxes, you'll see that you have no access to the game and it acts as if you don't own it. I don't know if this happened to every person, but it is at the top of the current problem section for people in the preview program. I just want to make sure people know this because it's easy to miss if you don't have another Xbox or ever got to a friend's to play or ever go to a friend's to play. Right now they don't have a fix for it, but they are telling people... Uh, they are using Xbox.com instead of the uh, instead of there. Sorry for the long message. You can paraphrase. You just need to want to get the message out. Um, th- that was exactly what Jesus was talking about a little bit ago. So it's kind of funny how this question came in today. It it does state this in the notes, but um, so like when you talk about known issues and you go and look at the preview program, they do state that this is an issue. Um, so when you buy something on, if you're in the preview program, you have the preview dashboard, you buy a game, and if you have another Xbox in your house that's not in the preview program, that game will not, potentially could probably not work on that console. And that's, so that is, it will get resolved um, again, but that is an issue currently. Um, I'm sorry, Rob, I was supposed to let you read that, wasn't I? Hey, no worries. <laughs> 
well, why don't you take, well, I guess there's another one we got, so why don't you take that one? Okay, um, the Roberto? Yes. One? Yeah. All right. So we got an email from Roberto UK 73 He writes in, firstly, my apologies, uh, this email is a bit long. Much appreciated. Longer the better. Hey, uh, thanks for the great E3, E3 coverage, which I've enjoyed listening to on my holiday in Spain by the swimming pool. That's bragging there, isn't it, guys? Yeah. <laughs> Jealous. Yeah, I'm in Spain right now, by the way. <laughs> by the pool. <laughs> anyway, uh, around two years ago, I emailed the show to gain your views on the subject of different versions of Xbox. Very graphic card power, hard disk space, etc. Your unanimous view was no to any model variants, which was the opposite of what I preferred. I was super excited when Microsoft confirmed the Xbox family of models and PC linkage in E3. I felt this is a smart move as it gives a better choice to consumers under an umbrella brand. I felt Xbox and Microsoft smashed E3. And long-term, the Microsoft family device approach is a solid business strategy. My questions are, have you now changed your minds and feel the Microsoft device family approach is now a good thing? So why don't we pause at each of these questions and, and answer them? So uh, what do you guys think of that? Any opinions? Uh, what do you think, Jesus? Um, the device approach. So you're talking about the Slim, the Scorpio, and like they all work with the same games. That's the way I take it. Yeah. yeah. And, and like the PC stuff. I think it's a great move. I I think that having a bunch of systems that work, you know, seamlessly together, and they if as long as they work online together, and there's like no, like oh, there's 120 players on Battlefield on the Scorpio, but only 64 on the Xbox. One, you know, I want it to be unanimous, you know, across the board. Everything works just with each other. You know, you're not leaving anybody behind. That's awesome. But I'm afraid that that's not going to be the case. And I'm afraid that when the Xbox Scorpio releases, that within the first year, we're going to see a game that's only for the Scorpio. And that's what I don't want. Because that's, at that point, that's a new generation. And this whole vision that Phil Spencer talked about having no more hardware generations. It's just Xbox. And whichever Xbox you have works. Um, that's a cool vision. And um, I think it'll change the way the competitors look at video games as well. Because I think it'll change the way Sony looks at their hardware. And I don't think... And I think that moving forward, they probably won't even launch the PS5. It'll be the PlayStation. Play, the PlayStation. That's what it's going to be. Um, this this um, Play Anywhere stuff, which is going to launch September 13th. That is cool. I mean, you could buy a game on your PC and it'll work on your console and buy it on the console, work on the PC. The coolest thing about that, it is not that you buy one game and get two copies. The thing that I found that was the coolest was you get to buy like Battlefield on your Xbox or like not even Battlefield. Let's say uh, Quantum Break 2 on your Xbox. You're playing the story mode. Let's say your wife walks in and she's like, hey, you know, I want to watch you know, housewives or whatever, and you're like, ah, I'll go to my room, I guess. So you go to your room and you turn on your PC and you launch Quantum Break 2 on your PC, same account, same login, you log in, and you carry your progress over, and it continues going. That's awesome. 
that's the coolest that's pretty cool um and all that stuff is awesome i think having a bunch of different consoles is cool as long as they all stay on the same page with the games which probably won't happen but i might. i agree with you i think that uh, what they mentioned i thought was great it gives people options I, it's not going to segment the market um, i think that's the big concern and as long as every game is playable we all still can party up we can all still play the same games and you know if yeah if, you know jesus when you know uh when you're on your scorpio and i'm on my original xbox one if the only difference is that yours looks better on your 4k tv than mine looks on my yeah. on 4k tv but the gameplay is exactly the same and that's, that was i'm all problem. for it you know <laughs> yeah because that was a problem when the when the xbox one launched i felt like i lost a lot of my friends and that's not like on putting an understatement like I don't play with a lot of the people that I play with on the 360. Um, and it's simply because a lot of them moved, a lot of them did move to PlayStation, but a lot of them stayed with their 360 and they never bought the Xbox One at launch. So while I was playing with my Xbox One, they were still on their 360. I could see them online, but we could not party up together. And um, that was a big downfall. I think that that segmented the market. You know, yeah, it's next gen, but you're losing a lot of the friends that you play with. Because not everybody buys these consoles at launch. Okay. Yeah, I would, and, uh, uh, we're, 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 we're we got about start. ten minutes left, so let's. Uh, yeah, we well, are running I, out I, of time. Quick. I disagree with everything that you guys said. I would just say that the only thing that I think they're going to do, and everybody should be well aware of, is that eventually they will move, like where games are only going to be on Scorpio. But that makes sense, right? It's not going to be right away. They're not leaving people, but eventually, that well, platform will become the VR the games are going to be Scorpio only. Yeah, but I'm talking I mean, like you know Battlefield Six. You know, it's three years out from it, whenever or Battlefield, whatever the next. It's Battlefield inevitable. Is, like it happens one. with yeah. iPhone. You know, yeah. you yeah. can't run new games now on an iPhone Six that you can on an iPhone One. It's just. It's just not well, you work. can run them. No, no there's stuff that won't. They're just unplayable. There's, yeah. <laughs> So, but, okay. Yeah. Good point. All right. All right. Uh, then uh, I previously owned the original Xbox One and currently own a PS4 and PC. I want to get an Xbox console again to play Xbox exclusive titles and for the backwards compatibility. Do I get the Xbox One S or wait for the Scorpio? If you don't have a 4K TV and you don't plan do VR, and just get the Slim. The Scorpio is only going to benefit you if you have a 4K TV and you have and you want to do VR. I mean, that's it. I don't have a 4K TV. I don't plan on buying one unless this thing blows yep. up on me. So a Slim would be fine. That right. I mean, that's really the simple answer. Are you going to do, do you need 4K gaming? Do you have a 4K TV and, and do you want to play VR? I hate I hate that 4K marketing thing where you need a 4K TV. I hate that. Yeah. Well, they should just say if you want to play 1080p games that run 60 frames a second, buy the Scorpio. You want to run games at 720, keep the Xbox One. That's how it should be said, because the games should run at least 1080p, 60 frames a second on the Scorpio. I don't want 4K. I don't care about 4K. I just want HD, 60 frames a second. Then uh, will PC Microsoft gamers be able to wait? Will PC Microsoft gamers be able to speak to Xbox gamers in chat party form? You can already. 
in right now. Yeah. Okay. And lastly, I wanted to commend you on the way you have attempted to remain calm and impartial over the last three years in the face of fanboy mania and biased media reporting by some large news gaming companies to Sony. I've owned both consoles and I'm comfortable saying that both are great. And with any other consumer purchase, there are pros and cons to owning either system. I game on the PS4 more only as this is my friend's group console of choice. Personally, I feel that Sony has rested on their laurels after the initial sales success and have done little to improve the dashboard. Has poor customer feedback mechanism, poor uh, PlayStation Plus free games, poor amount of new games, titles compared to Microsoft. I've never had to replace a Microsoft controller. I'm currently on my third PS4 controller. The build quality is poor compared to Microsoft. To balance the argument, the PS4 for some games has a slight graphical edge. I foresee the Xbox One S, however, gaining graphical parity going forward. And then after this last E3, I'd say that Microsoft have the stronger vision for the next three to five years and suspect Oculus Rift and Vive will tie into the Scorpio. Ultimately, though we await the Sony Neo specs to be formally confirmed, Scorpio specs shook Sony so bad they withdrew realizing Neo, uh, uh, revealing Neo specs at E3. Thanks for the great show. I've loved listening to you guys throughout the years. Best wishes, Roberto UK 73. Yeah. One of the funniest things I heard, um, cause I kind of got a little bit, of uh, I got called out, <laughs> let's say on me saying that, you know, they didn't bring the Neo because they knew the Scorpio was there. And it was kind of like the thing of like, well, they said it wasn't going to be there. And I kind of rattled off like, well, that's a PR thing. They got in front of the yeah. bad news. Right. Um, Definitely. The one of the things I heard on other podcasts was that supposedly now Sony may announce, you know, a PS4 S <laughs> and the Neo. <laughs> How much smaller which, can you get on that PlayStation? man? That thing's tiny. Well, I, I don't know, but it's going to be really funny if the specs of the PlayStation 4 S are what the original Neo was. And then the Neo is more of what the Scorpio is, which means they went and flipped <laughs> all their internals because oh, of the man. Scorpio. I want them to then, come out and say 6.5 tower flops. Yeah, seven <laughs> But I still won't say, in a t I told you so, but I am just kind of you know throwing that out there. <laughs> all right, well, we got we to gotta wrap this up. Yep, we are yep, hitting our heartbreak. Um, real quick, I did, um, <clears throat> I did post in our group this week. I've got a code for Final Fantasy. I think it was maybe it was fourteen. I don't know. Final. I, I posted fourteen. I thought it was fifteen. It was coming out, but anyways. Um. So I got a code to entitle you to six in-game items that you can use with a Mog Station on this on the Square Enix account of your choice. Um. So Ooh. the winner is Dirty Three RDS. Um. I'm going to send you that info directly to xbox live um so congratulations and thanks everybody for uh submitting your entries all right rob what's the new okay. releases of the week for xbox one we have carmageddon max damage this is a blast from the past game from uh, i don't know maybe 20 years ago coming back um, then also dex enhanced version 
Uh, that's coming out on July 8th, Carmageddon on the 5th. Games with Gold, we had a switcheroo just recently. The Banner Saga 2 started up on July 1st. We still have the crew continuing through the middle of the month. And then on Xbox 360, you can grab Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Vegas for the first half of July. Also, if uh, you're on, uh, if you make any purchase on Amazon, use our affiliate link at thisxboxlife.com forward slash Amazon, including if you want to get your fancy new Alexa, uh, Amazon Echo. And if you're on iTunes, uh, make sure to uh, give us a hand and rate the show five stars. If you can, uh, the more five-star ratings that we get on uh, iTunes, the more of a featured show we will be. And uh, I think that's it, right? That's it. Yep. All right. Well, thank you, everybody, um, for joining. We will be back next week, same bat time, same bat channel. Um, with that, I am Mark, A.K. Wingman709, taking off. This is Rob Olson, as Presar. Thanks for listening, everybody. And I'm Brun BJ Swick33. Everybody have a good one. And this is Jesus Walks Live. Find me on Xbox Live. <laughs>